Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. What came on mind? Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, it's Saturday night for me. You know, before we get started, as always, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Hit subscribe down there if you're on iTunes or you're on Spotify or you're on wherever, you know, YouTube. Hopefully you're on YouTube. That's where we like you to be. Hit subscribe there. There's a share link. Get the share link. Put the share link on uh, Twitter. Put it on Facebook. Put it wherever you share stuff. Let people know what we got going on over here. It's been a, you know, last week we didn't get an episode. We did an episode. I didn't give you the episode because um, it's going to be our first Patreon episode. I did an episode with Max. Uh, Max is going to be on the podcast more. We're still figuring out the format. Max might only be on Patreon episodes. If we do a really good one, I'll put it out as the real episode as to attract people to the Patreon. But right now, Max uh, Max just did stand-up. If you go watch that episode, we talked about Max. Got a chance to do stand-up at the comedy club for the first time. He's never done stand-up at all. And he went uh, on Josh Wolf's show with Jelly Roll and fucking, you know, Chris Kirkpatrick was there from NSYNC. And Max went up and he did, st- the owner of the comedy club was there. There were comics. Chris Porter was there. I mean, there were so many great comics there. And Max went up, uh, and he put, he was wearing a giant oversized suit, which I think we talk about on the podcast episode we did. So essentially episode, original episode 15, this is episode 15, we uh, talked about Max's set, what he was going to do, how he should do his jokes. And what I found is that when he did it, and everyone thought that he did it all on his own, that that was uh, way better <laughs> than, than, than uh, and so I didn't want to put out on the real episode. Honestly, I didn't want to put out that we went over and over his jokes. But he had to go out there, and he had to do it, and he did, and he fucking crushed. I mean, the owner of the club, all these comics, everybody was, like, fucking losing their minds. They couldn't believe it. So it was pretty fucking awesome. And Max is going to come on again, I think, and we're going to watch the clip of him doing it, and we're going to do a little recap for you, which we'll probably put out on a normal episode. So make sure you go over to the Patreon. I think right now it's $3 a month to get all the exclusive Patreon episodes uh, and then all the regular episodes and just to support what we're doing. I mean, look, I'm doing this. I'm doing it for basically for free right now. We're doing it because I enjoy doing it, and I'm doing it because I'm investing in my future. But it would be helpful if some of you people, nice, fine people, you go and you uh, you get on the Patreon. And I might redo my video model. I might redo the business model to drive more people to the Patreon. But that's what we're doing. We're figuring it out, and I do all this by myself. So, you know, fucking fuck. Screw if you if you don't like it. So, no, please don't. Please tell people, and I really need you here. So don't don't leave. Uh, dude, I will tell you this. I it is weird. I'm having to get used to people listening to the podcast. I'll kind of talk about whatever on here, and I don't really care to hold anything back. But I'm learning that might not be always the best thing. I did talk about something on the last episode that was out in 14 at the beginning about a scam that a friend <laughs> ran on me. If you missed it, dude, is he's a nice guy, and he uh. And he tried to solicit me for pictures of my penis. That's what happened, right? And I talked about it on the podcast. And I thought, you know, just good content for the podcast. Just good, you know, I can talk, I can say whatever. I I talked about scams in the previous episode of that. And then how funny was it that this happened? So I talked about it. And lo and behold, who listened to the podcast? The friend that did it. Now, am I making a mistake again talking about it on the same podcast where this guy might listen to it again? I don't think it's a mistake. <laughs> I think I think that it's uh, I'm not disclosing the person's identity and I responded positively the person came to me they apologized they said look 
I've had some A, B, C things going on. I've had some stuff going on, and I uh, and I'm sorry, and it was wrong for me to get you involved. But then I was ashamed, and I shouldn't have done it. And I said, "Hey, brother," I said, "Hey, man, all is forgiven. I don't care." I said, "I thought it was kind of funny, and I'm mean, also I'm sure it takes courage." I didn't say. I think it's kind of funny. I said, I was like, I'm sure you know it's hard. You know, it's hard to tell me that to have courage to say that and to make an apology. I understand that. So also, no hard feelings. I don't care. It's you know whatever. I, I'm just glad that he didn't go. Hey, why the fuck did you talk about that on your podcast? And uh, luckily, I was in a position of like it's you can't really tell me not to. So, <laughs> homie, if you're out there, if you're hearing it, I love you, and and I don't care. So I thought it honestly. That episode needed a little something to get started. I think within the first two minutes, I was into that story, and it kind of carried me for a minute. So, you know, am I going to stop talking about things in my real life that happened on the podcast? No. No, I'm not. Because today, I'm going to keep doing it. I have been, I've been trying to date. I'm out there. I'm trying to date. And I will tell you this, a mistake of talking about that on the podcast, every girl that I've been trying to date, I've been talking about that I do a podcast or a comedy, and... um. And, and they go and listen to it because it's out for free on the internet. So if you're out there and you're trying, and that's why you're here. If you came here because we were on a Tinder or a Bumble and we were talking, it's like, oh, you do a podcast? Yeah, here's the, you know, go on and look at it. If that's why you're here, look, I'm so, you know, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't know really what I'm trying to do with the dating. I don't know why I'm on Tinder. I don't know I'm on Bumble. I mean, you know, if I'll be real with you, I'm trying to probably just figure it out and you know what's weird I'm people say this day and age or things how they are now I don't know how things ever were but dating is weird bro dating is like this thing that it's like you what's the etiquette of dating that's my question like do you date one person at a time when do you disclose because look I th everything you have to kind of frame it back to how would I feel if someone did it to me you treat other people like you'd like to be treated, right? If someone told me they're going out with dates uh, with a bunch of guys, like we met th through Tinder or Bumble. So they're on Tinder or Bumble, just like I'm on Tinder or Bumble. And they say to you on the date, you're maybe you're just having an adult conversation. You're just making it clear what's going on. And that person was to say to you, I am dating, you know, I'm going on a, dates a lot right now, you know? I've been going out and meeting people. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm doing. If that person said that to me, it would give me like a little bit of feeling of like, like, fuck. <laughs> it's like you're going out with other guys. You're going to see other guys. What if you like other another guy more than me? That's immediately what I would think. Now, honestly, that's how I would have felt in the past. Lately, I don't really know. If someone was to be honest about that stuff, I don't know. It also would depend on what that person did with me on the date. If that person would like, if they kissed me or they were trying being like super flirty or being like, like certain things in conversation were coming up, I would be like, I would get jealous that that person was maybe talking about that stuff with other people on dates, even though I just met them. Is that wrong? I, these are the things we're figuring out. This is what we're figuring out. Because depending on the person is what I found. Like a girl that's going on a bunch of dates, like that I'm trying to date. I find out she's going on dates with multiple people. If I was to like find that out and we hadn't talked about it and let's say I expressed that I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And she was getting a vibe that I had got, I was like butthurt about it. That person sometimes might be like, yo, I can do what I want to do. We're not in a thing. It's whatever. But if you did that to them, how would they respond? I don't know. 
That's the thing about people right now, like people at all, ever, you know? How was dating? I bet in the past, like if a girl, if there were probably a lot of guys that just beat ladies. Let's be real. <laughs> Dude, that's, and I would never do that because it's wrong. And I don't, you know, nothing's worth beating a lady. I'll tell you that much. Maybe something would feel like it, but I would never do it. Because, you know, I'd just probably run away. If it ever came to a situation where it's like, are you going to hit a lady? I could probably run. And I don't have to be there. You know? You know, sometimes I've thought about, have you ever, in life you have to put yourself in a position of like, what are you going to do in a certain, I don't like to end up in a situation where I've never considered what's going to happen, right? So the situation I've considered where I'm most likely to hit a woman is if a woman I love, or if you, I don't have kids, so I can't say kids, but like if a person that I really liked was getting their ass hit, like beat by a woman, I would probably have to put my hands on the other lady to get her off, right? And then if she was throwing hands with me, I don't, I don't think I would hit her, but I would definitely be in an exchange with a lady trying to hurt my other lady also. So I don't know. You got to think you would never do it. And this podcast is taking a little bit of a turn. How, what are we, nine minutes in? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so if you're dating me, if you're thinking about dating... <laughs> oh, my God. That's how this started? I don't know, man. Dating is hard, and it's weird. You know, you go on a date with somebody, you meet somebody. I was talking about this with my roommate today. Like, people develop feelings. that Somebody is always the one with the more feelings. And that is a weird thing to navigate when you're first getting to know somebody. Because if you're lucky, if it's right, you both have the same level of interest in the other person. And you're almost kind of in like a disbelief that that person's interest, or not a disbelief, but you're like in this state of like, it's really great that that person's interested in you, you're interested in them. It's like, what is there no like, there's almost a hesitance of like, is someone gonna blow this? Oh, we both wanna hang out with each other. But if that's not what happens, there's like, at least for me, if I'm the person in in the dating that is less interested, I feel like guilt because I can feel the other person being interested. And I'm like, man, I'm just not at like I'm just not that interested because I'm just still getting to know you at this time. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Because there are other people that I've dated that I've been into and I'm, I was the person that was more interested or the equally interested or were equally interested. So, like, if I'm dating somebody and I'm not as interested in them, they're more than me, is that what we're we supposed to be dating? Are we supposed to keep this going? I don't know. And that shit's weird, man. Because I like to take everybody's feelings into account. I like to think I have good character, so I don't want to waste people's time. And I know people's feelings get on the line when you're dating. I do a lot of talking like this with my hands. So... I don't know, man. When you meet somebody, I guess the secret to that is you can't move too fast because there's some things get involved. You start doing sexual or kissing things. You start doing kissing or doing sex. That shit gets a lot more complicated. So I think you have to wait on that until you either one or know you're interested in the person and it's not this, this where I, maybe I'm just trying to sleep with this person or you know what each other's interests are, like what you're trying to do, what the boundaries are, and that's if you want to do it right, you know? Or you're just equally interested and you're not really uh, 
I still think if you're both in that situation where you're equally into each other, that's almost where it might be more important to communicate what's going on and what you're looking for because that won't last forever. You know, whether you think it will or not, and it it just won't at times. You know, I, I was talking to my, my friend Adam about this, about like love is like a not always a feeling. Sometimes love is a, it's a choice. You have to make a choice to love somebody. And he told me a story about he has a youth, he had a youth pastor that was telling these kids this. He was like, you know, I wake up in the morning every morning when I wake up. I don't always love my wife. <laughs> he go, he's like, sometimes I have to make a decision. I'm go, I'm gonna love my wife. And he was talking about you know being married or whatever, loving God, whatever. But like, I I, I mean that's true. You it's. When you're with somebody, you're dating somebody, or you, you're with somebody long term, that feeling will fade away of that you're fucking crazy interested in each other. And it someday it might not, there'll just be a day where it's not like that. And you on that day, you have to make a decision of like, I still like this, love this person, I care about them, and I want to be with them. And you're like making a decision to be into it. Because if you just, everything guides off feelings, everything's based on feelings, I don't think that really works. You know, because stuff changes. You can make a mistake. You're not the. In the theoretical world, if I didn't like ever get angry or make a misstep or make some kind of mistake, maybe it would work if I just went off feelings. Because then if like, but what if you make a mistake, you get angry about something, you get into an argument and then it's like you're just going off feelings, anger, you know. Uh, fucking depressed you're mixed up you don't want to know what you're doing maybe you're wasting your life you start running off feelings feelings could change so I mean I'm that's from some other shit <laughs> that's not really stuff that I'm thinking about right now in the dating thing but that is something I have to keep in mind about like I don't know dude it's so crazy to like you're you're not gonna meet somebody around every corner that it's gonna you're gonna be interested in or that the dating thing is going to work there's a you could be attracted to somebody you could like some things about them and that could make the the fucked up thing also is like you never really know my experience you never really know if you like somebody until you like sleep with them like in that situation or in because i've never taken i've never taken a really really long time to like get to know somebody that's got to be the pro of waiting till marriage. You know, like you hear about these people that like met and they waited till marriage to sleep with each other. I mean, like they had no choice but to like get to know each other and hang out and 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 focus on that like they in the relationship they enjoyed before anything else. For me, <laughs> and for most people, it, you you do sex, you know, and then that kind of is a that's kind of like an eye opener for both people. I think about like, oh, I, do I really like this person? Am I really interested in them, or was I just was something else going on, and, and that's what it was? And it's like, that's the fucking great illuminator, dude. On the short term, you could figure it out pretty quick. So, it's unfortunately after you sleep with somebody, that's when the stakes are higher now. Because if you most often, what happens? You sleep with the person, then you find out you weren't as interested in them, but they are interested in you, 
at that level. And then it's like, now it's honesty time. Now it's time to be real. And that shit's hard, bro. And I'm not going through that right now. But it's like, that's the potential in dating. So, man, I don't know. If you made it this far, in my, I don't know if that sounds trustworthy or whatever that sounds like. But, dude, I've, honestly, it's just like, it's weird to, to meet new people anyway. Because especially with the, uh, I like to think that Tinder and Bumble, it's just like people, that's the way that young people know how to date now. But there's also got to be people out there in the world not on Tinder and Bumble, and those people are probably real gems. They're probably, but it's hard to say. If you're really alone, you're trying to find something, it's like the Tinder Bumble thing, it's free. Download it on the App Store in your phone. A lot of young people are doing it. So it's just like one of those easy things, you know? It's probably why when Backpage was around, people were using prostitutes. And I don't know if you guys know about that. But, dude, when I when I moved to Nashville, there was a radio ad they would run all the time. And maybe they still do, but I don't listen to it. And it was saying that Nashville is the sixth worst city in the United States for human trafficking. That's what it was saying. Nashville... Top, it's top ten human trafficking, and I and I understand why they didn't say it like that, because that makes it sound fun. It's like top ten, it's like sixth worst, and I didn't know. I was like, how does that? What does that make? Because when you hear about human trafficking, you you think like people in a shipping container on a boat coming over and they're and they're slaves. Apparently, <laughs> that's not entirely accurate. A lot of the time, it's just ladies doing a small business. And uh, I found out, somebody told me, I was like, human traffic, I don't even understand that. Like, where do you, like, you think about it, it's like the wire. You, like, drive down a street and you park and a lady is like, it's obviously a prostitute walks out. And that's not it. Uh, For a long time, it was on the internet. And it was at a place called Backpage.com. And apparently you could go on there, and not apparently because I ended up going and looking for myself because I didn't believe the person that told me. They were like, dude, there's a website you go and it's just got like prostitutes in your city. And I was like, that's not true. No way. It's like one of those, you know, it's like a spam, like a, you know, like an ad on the side of a a video you're watching that it's like meet local singles and your thing. You're like, think that's never true. But this place, it was real prostitute listings in your city. And I got on there one time, dude, and I just looked around at the la- and these there are ladies showing their face on the internet, and this is like 2017. I mean, Trump. Sometime when Trump was in office, he cracked down on the internet thing. So like Craigslist, apparently, uh, not apparently. I didn't know this is. I didn't know any of this shit existed, and I was like, this is. Re- it all comes from a radio ad. I was I was talking to somebody about it. I was like, bro, I heard this shit on the radio, and they were like, oh yeah, dude. Prostitutes are on the internet. And I was like, no way. And then they showed me, dude. And they are. They put their fucking phone number, their face, links to wet, like Instagrams and Snapchats. Just prostitution free on the internet, dude. And uh, that shit got shut down by Trump. It kind of changed. Craigslist is irrelevant now because apparently... Craigslist was just being, it was a thriving because of prostitution, I guess. It was like uh, in the, in the, in the uh, women looking for men or men looking for women section of the internet on Craigslist. So now all that shit, those websites, those pages, you could still go to backpage.com. But when you go there, it has a big warning from like the, uh, the government that it's like, bro, 
prostitution's illegal now, and it always was, and you can't be on this website anymore, and it's closed down. And 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 that was Trump that did that. So like, hey, you say he didn't do he stopped human trafficking on the internet. I mean, there were probably some ladies out there that weren't trying to do that, or they were doing it because they're in a bad situation, and uh, maybe. Maybe there were a lot of people. I bet when a lot of people learn, I bet there were women that learned about it like I did. They were like, what? You could just go on the internet and put the thing up. And then, so I bet there were ladies on there that were just doing prostitution because they could do it easily. And now they don't do it anymore. And that's probably really good. You know, get out there and, you know, I you got to respect sex workers or whatever, but there's a fine line between, you know, fries and shakes. I don't know. There's a fine line between, you know, you don't want to enable uh, somebody. You know, with, with drugs or uh, prostitution, just sounds like a bad thing. There's a, you know, it's people say enable sex workers or empower them or whatever you're supposed to do, but dude, I don't know. Prostitution feels like one of the ones that it's like, dude. I mean, I don't know, dude. Let's put a pin in that one. Dating is a hey. At least for dating, you know that I'm on the fence about prostitution, and I would definitely feel weird about doing it. So, hey, that's good. <laughs> I'm so tired. It's like it's late in the morning. It's Saturday. I got to get an episode out. I've been busting my ass the last couple of weeks, dude. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I've been doing jujitsu class. I'm, I'm a white belt in jujitsu. I'm going into class like three, four days a week and just getting absolutely smashed by these other fucking guys in class. I mean, I don't know anything. And I'm in there doing drills. I'm in there just getting doing the drills is fine. That one's easy because you no, know, everyone's just working on the thing you're kind of using your partner is like a dummy to practice the what the professor's teaching you and at the end of class for like the last 20 or so minutes it's like sparring and you're rolling with guys and i don't know anything like i don't know i tapped out one guy and he's like a kid he's like a 17 year old kid i i was telling somebody about it. i was like yeah i tapped out my first person in class today and they're like oh that's dope i was like yeah dude in sparring whatever and he weighs like 120 pounds and he's like a 17 year old kid. And it, it's true. That kid was, he, if he was stronger, he would have tapped me out a bunch of times because he was doing this collar choke where he's grabbing the inside of my collar. That's the crazy thing about jujitsu. It's like, uh, you're wearing this karate fucking uniform and it's got this big thick collar that's like a rope. So guys can just grab your shit. And just use it to strangle your fucking neck with it. And you're like choking to death. There's a, a guy took my my gi and he like wrapped it around my leg and he used it to sweep me. I mean, these guys are doing insane things to me. And uh, it's crazy to think there's just guys walking around all over the street that are like murderers like that. I mean, not everybody, almost no one knows jujitsu. But like some of these guys in class, my professor, the assistant coaches, they're like, uh, they look like, Hispanic teenagers and they're like they could just fucking 125 pounds just wrap you up and assassinate you in the street with their bare hands it's insane and these guys could like I feel bad for somebody that's just like a meathead dickhead somewhere that thinks he could probably pick on one of the I don't witness people really doing that but like if you did that to one of these guys okay I feel so bad for you you're gonna your life is gonna be changed And, and and that was what was interesting to me I was thinking about I'm I'm what is cool in the class is when you spar with the better people, you can tell how good everybody is, at least to a dis- like a certain level, by their belt color. So their guy, there's like one black belt I've seen in class that's not the professor. I've seen several purple belts 
no brown belts I've seen yet. Which so it, the, the, it's a black belts are the best, then brown belt, then purple belt, then blue belt, then white belt. There's several blue belts, several purple belts, a lot of white belts, and it's honestly sparring with the white belts and the blue belts is worse for me because those guys are ready to smash somebody. They're like, finally, I get to, to smash somebody because they've been going through getting smashed by other people, you know, like working their way up to the blue belt. They're still like the the guys that they spar against where it's a real challenge. They're killing them still. And I'm just like dead meat. I knew nothing. So these white belts and blue belts, when they spar with me, I mean, they are beating my fucking ass. There's a guy, this guy is like 53 years old. He wears like the, the wrestling style ear protection. And he he was just on top of me with his shoulder on my chin, just smashing me into the ground for like three minutes. And we were sweating and I was exhausted. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try to move and do some shit. And he was just like, nah, bro, I'm going to iron you out and just smash you on the mat. And it was, I almost wanted to tap just from being uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to do this. Like right now he's cut, he's like covering my mouth, dude. That is the worst shit. They're taking their shoulder and crushing your chin, and their sweaty ghee and shit is you can't fucking breathe, and your heart rate's going crazy. You're to the point of exhaustion. You want to vomit, and you can't get breath. It's like infuriating. Like I mean, I don't get like angry, but it's like I'm just like I don't want to be in this situation. Luckily, I'm not in a real fight. But you kind of feel, I hardly am in a position where I feel like fear. You know, a lot of the guys in class have talked about it. They're like, oh, you're going to get in this position. You'll start to feel the fear. Or like, I don't really get, I know they're not going to choke me to death. But if I didn't know, I would be scared. The only times that, honestly, where I feel that feeling a little is when the guys are like laying full weight on top of me. I can't get out of the position at all. I don't have a lot of energy and they're like sweating into my face and I can't breathe and I feel like I'm going to puke. That's the worst. <laughs> and it does and it kind of sounds like the worst. And honestly and I keep going I'm paying for it. I'm paying for that. Cuz one day what I know, one day I'll be better and I've been going to class for a while and there'll be new white belts in the class and I'll smash them. And <laughs> there was a kid that kid, I choked him out. He, that, that kid was trying to collar choke me and all that shit. And he was way better in technique. He was sweeping me. He was kind of doing whatever he wanted. He just couldn't. I could grab his arms and grab his sleeves and move him. He couldn't really get enough power on me to, to tap me out. He got me in a pretty good arm bar that I almost, I was thinking. When people get me in a position right now and I'm like, oh, they got it. They're, you know. I don't really, if it's my arms, my fucking legs, shit like that, I don't, I just kind of tap. I don't really have a lot of pride of like tapping because I know that it's like, I need some longevity. I need the reps. It's okay if they tap me. It's fine. I'm going to learn. But that kid, I was like, he's not really, I'm going to wait this one out because I know he's not that strong. And I kind of, I, I swept him, reversed him. I took his back. I put in a rear naked choke, which is a submission that I don't know what, how to do. <laughs> so I can only, I have, choked out two other people I've choked two people out unconscious in my life and that kid I did not choke him unconscious he tapped but I thank god I got my hooks in I got his back I got an overhook I got the and then I got the choke and then I got the arm I got and I got the wedge of my hand in if you can see that on this camera I get the wedge in like that I'm choking him his head's here 
and I didn't fucking just go whole hog into it because I know that that's like the police aren't even allowed to do that shit without training. They're just not allowed to do it at all a lot of the time because you can kill somebody if you don't know what you're doing. So, I mean, I'm definitely not going to kill this kid, but I'm, uh, I was like, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I haven't really trained this. So I didn't squeeze the fuck out of him right off the rip. I just kind of was like, and I could tell he's in an uncomfortable position, but then I started stretching his hips away from his head and arch and then pushing his head down and crunching him squeezing tighter and he eventually tapped but i mean i had him there for a while i also have the inclination to apologize constantly to these people like i i had a guy clock me with a knee in the face i got smashed my i bit my you can kind of see it here i bit my whole fucking lip because this guy smashed my teeth together and uh I never get an apology and it's fine because I'm fine and I'm okay. But every time I like, I, we were doing takedowns in class. I kept landing on this guy's ankle and I was like, bro, I'm sorry. I keep landing on your ankle. He didn't respond. And I don't, everyone always is like, dude, don't worry about it. You don't have to, whatever. And, uh, I don't know if that guy didn't respond because he was like, fuck you for landing on the ankle. You've done it a bunch of times. Or if he was like, yeah, it's not who gives a shit, whatever. We're in jujitsu class. So I'm, I kind of have this thing of like, I don't know, I don't want to hurt people. So I'm not in there like, I kind of, I don't want to get hurt and I don't want to hurt people. And I, you know, if you do this thing right, I think you can do it with longevity and not get like injured. But the, everybody keeps talking about like, oh, you know, the injuries, there's the broken rib or the, you know, the knee thing, the rotator cuts. Like, dude, if I have to get, if I get a sports injury now, how horrible is that going to be? Like, if I have a, I'm, like, on crud, I tear my ACL like a volleyball player. You always remember in high school I would see, like, some women's basketball player, like a volleyball player, and they're in, like, that full leg brace with the crutches. That's a sports injury to me. You know, or, like, there was the football, same kid, like, in, in football, there, there's, like, a, a guy that blew his knee out. He's the running back. So all year it's like, oh, Damien can't play football this year or basketball because he blew his shit out, and he's walking around like a cybernetic guy. Is that going to be me? I mean, so I started doing hot yoga to hopefully counteract the me destroying my joints or my ligaments. So I did hot yoga today. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And I'm just like my... I'll tell you this, dude. My lower back is fucked. I mean, already, all the time I'm walking around and I just have like sensitivity. My back is already not great. There will be like... For the past three years, there's been a day every year where like I just wake up one day most of the time it's because I slept on the couch. Uh, my back was already kind of hurting. I, but I wake up and I fucking can't move. I wake up and my I like I can't get up. My back is thrown out, and I have to like call out of work because it's like I can't get up and do anything. And to, and I get a pain. It's like I lose my breath. It's like shortness of breath. I'm like wincing. Like that shit happens now. I'm not even 27 years old. I'm 26 years old. Now I'm doing it. I'm an athlete now. I'm doing aha uh, yoga. I'm dating. I mean, I don't know if my lower back can take this. <laughs> nah, dude. But it's um, if I get injured, so be it. It's it's really a fun class. It's a fun environment. I had a cool talk with my professor the other day about just like the. He asked me why I'm kind of doing this, or and he asked me about stand up comedy. And I just told him that I'm, you know, the discipline from martial arts, what I'm learning from class, I'm trying to apply that to the rest of my life and just try to, you know, I'm already feeling the power of a little bit of a routine to get up in the, I didn't have a reason to get up in the morning 
you know, I'm a single guy, don't have a lot of stuff going on other than, you know, comedy stuff happens at night. It can happen later with my job. I sleep in it. I could sleep in until the evening. There's really no reason to get up and do anything. So I, and now with the jujitsu, it's like to get up and be at class at 11 and do, you know, I have to be up earlier than that. There's laundry that I have to do fucking way more laundry with the hot yoga. I'm like sweating all over everything. I have to clean the yoga mat or it's going to be gross. So there's like a whole, a whole new set of things I have to do to pull off those activities. And I'm kind of getting into a zone where hopefully I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not always the best with being a productive person or like a self starter. So to get myself in a zone where like I'm deciding to do these classes, I get up and I go to the classes. I'm making a schedule to do things that I want to do because I enjoy them. I feel like that's going to rub off into the, the rest of my life in, in a positive way. So I just have to stick with it and, and keep these habits, keep going to yoga class, keep going to jujitsu class. I did some shit like I'm paying for jujitsu by the month. So like every month when I pay the bill, it's like, well, I'm going to have to go all the time this month to get my money's worth for it. And then with the yoga, I bought like, I'm going to buy 10 classes at a time. So it's like, I really only plan to do one a week. I'm going on Fridays at noon just to fucking keep my health up. And to go in there and see all these ladies fucking just, again, it's like another humbling thing. You go into jujitsu class, it's like skinny guys can rip you to shreds. I go into yoga class and it's like fucking ladies or old people can rip you to shreds in there. They're like, I'm having to take breaks. My flexibility isn't great. And I'm, I'm a decent, for a guy that's hardly ever done yoga, I'm not going to lie. I think I'm pretty good at the class. Like I'm looking at other people in the class. And I'm like, bro, I think these people do this shit all the time. And my flexibility, there's some of those positions, dude. Some of them I can't do well at all. But some of them I fucking kick ass. And it's like, I see the instructor, other people doing them. And and they give you constant instruction. This is the thing I'm learning about classes, like doing these classes. They give you, a good instructor will give you all the information to do it the best way. Smash the fuck out of this mic. Like, I'm in all level classes. Like, the yoga class is all levels. The, the jiu-jitsu class is all levels. So, they give information from the small level to the highest level to get, like, all the information you need. So, if you're trying to, like, achieve in the yoga class, everything the instructor says you're trying to achieve it, you, like, blow yourself out on every position if you're a beginner. So, like, I always make the mistake of trying to achieve it like like I'm thinking exactly about what the person's saying and in jiu-jitsu it's kind of impossible to do it in that way you can only do it in the beginner way but in in the yoga it's like you can squeeze the biceps to the ear better elongate your arms stretch out above you engage your thighs lock out your legs all the fucking shit that they tell you to do but if you do that a couple poses in the standing section in a row and you're not used to the class you're going to be fucked for the rest of the class. And I do this hot 26 yoga. I've been doing the hour classes, but tomorrow I'm doing the 90 minute. And I love the 90 minute because you get to do every pose twice. In the 60 minute, you just get to do select poses twice, whatever they decide to do. And I think some of them, there's some favorites that you always do twice in the 60. But what I hate about the yoga right now, one, they used to give you a cold lavender scented washcloth at the end of class so 
when class would end, you go in your final savasana, you're laying on your fucking back, and you're chilling, you're feeling your heart rate, the, it's hot as fuck, but you're, the, you're starting to experience the relief of having completed the class. They come, and you put your hand out. If you want the towel, you just put your hand out. The instructor comes by, they put it in your hand, and there is no better, almost no better feeling on earth than having done the 90-minute class. It's a, like 105 degrees in there, 50% humidity, you're dying, and you get that cold scented lavender washcloth. And because of COVID, no more washcloth. And I'm pissed about it. I've gone to two classes since, you know, in the last two weeks. And no washcloth. And today, so the first class I went to, no washcloth. But the instructor was great. And I loved it. And the class, it's supposed to be like a meditation thing. It's about your breathing. You're trying to get right. Mind and body, that's what you're doing in there. So I'm in there today. Something about it that I don't like, and I'm not a COVID guy, you know? I don't like talking about COVID. But in the hot yoga class, you're in there sweating the most you've ever sweated in your life. And the room is packed full of fucking people. I mean, the room is packed full of people. There's there's X's on the ground for you to make sure everybody knows where they can go, which they should have been just been doing that anyway because they're not saving any room. It's still just fucking packed like a normal class. But in the building, you have to wear your mask until you're on your mat in the room. So you have to wear your mask into the yoga studio and then set up your mat. And then when you're on your mat, that's when they want you to take off the mask, which fine, I'll do it, you know. But I'm like, we're going to sit in a room together for fucking 60 or 90 minutes, blow and sweat all over each other. Like, it's a, it's, this is COVID breathing. Girl. We're doing COVID in here now. Like, it, that's what it is. So if it's out there, it's like we're doing it if we're doing it. If we're doing it, we're doing it. It's going to happen. And I'm not like that. Another, I'm not one of the guys that's like, oh, you go to Target, but you can't go to the, you know, to, to hang out with your buddy at a barbecue. I'm not that guy. But this one is literally like if you're going to let me come to the class and do the yoga, it's like it's it's kind of game on with the code. It's going to it, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So the first class, it was just like, you know, wear the mask until you're on your mat. And, and I did. And it's fine. So in class, I'm able to focus, and I'm relaxed, and it's all good. Today, my instructor, she says at the beginning of class, so she did it real smooth-like, but she was like, and, and, we're, and today we're going to just do nasal breathing, no inhaling or exhaling through the mouth, just nasal breathing. And it took me about a half a second to understand what she was saying was that the mouth breathing is going to give us all COVID. <laughs> so we'll have to do the whole high yoga class. She's suggesting just nasal breathing. Do not breathe out of your mouth. Now, I don't know about you guys. When I'm going to sweat the most I've ever sweated in my life, I'm going to get the sweat in my nose. One, I'm going to drown. Two, I'm going to be blowing snot all over the place. That's not really, if I just breathe in and out through my nose and I'm sweating the most I've ever sweated, which is what high yoga class is for me, I'm going to be blowing snot everywhere, and that's got to be COVID, right? That's got to be it. So I, bro I, I broke the rules. I was breathing in and out of my mouth. And, the, and she kept saying, like, I forgot. At first it irritated me, and it was kind of hard to be. I was like, what are we fucking doing here? Like, it's about my, I'm supposed, this is my instructor. And it just kind of hit me in this weird place of, like, I'm supposed to you're my instructor and I'm trusting you about the yoga and I know you know about it and I'm not discounting that, but it's just like, like, what are we doing here? You know? So, and she kept saying things like and when we were in a place, she would go, so we, 
since we don't have access to full breath. And I was like, I have access to full breath. I could use it because I'm going to die if I don't. I'm going to have to breathe. There was one guy in the class, though, that, I mean, this sound is only a sound of an exhale from your mouth. Oh, that guy a lot of times is doing that. And I mean, maybe she's just doing, I don't know if it's a liability, if it's just to make herself feel better, but you also do the thing at the end, like the fire breath, where you're on your knees, on you're sitting on your ankles, on your knees, and you breathe in all the way, and then you just, so you're just pushing your stomach out and exhaling, no breathing in, and you do it from your mouth. But she was like, all right, we're doing it from the nose. And maybe you can do it from the nose, but again, I can't. I'm going to blow snot all over the place. It's just going to happen. So I'm going tomorrow. My instructor is a man, which is interesting. I've never had a male yoga instructor, which is going to be, I'm sure it's exactly the same. But it, uh, I saw, I just never thought about it, but I've always had a female yoga instructor. So it's hopefully it's a guy that brings a little bit of fucking sense to the, to the studio, please. I mean, it was, it, I, the class was good, but also a girl, I was irritated about the full breath thing. It was hard to relax, no cold washcloth. So the fire breath is the last thing you do before your, your final savasana. And then you would get the cold cloth. And I know the cold cloth's not coming because the, especially with this lady with the breathing, she's not giving out the cold cloth with the lavender. So I'm sitting there like, I'm not getting that. I had to deal with, listen to the lady with the breath thing. And I was trying to meditate on like, dude, why are you irritated about all that? Just like, I got to do the class the way I wanted to do it. I just did it the way I wanted to do it. Maybe I was like, I took some breaks on some positions. My balance wasn't on some of the balancing poses. So I didn't toast my legs and feel like shit. Um, maybe that's why I didn't feel great. But I'm going back tomorrow. I might try to figure out a way to do my own cold lavender washcloth. You know, after 90 minutes in the hot yoga class, I don't know if that's going to be available to me. But damn, dude, this guy better not be in there for 90 minutes talking about don't breathe out of your mouth because that shit is going to drive me insane. I'm not going to leave because that's not the kind of person I am. But it's going to be irritating to me at the end. Also, a lady walked right. I was in my final thing at the end of class relaxing hey guys you have a few minutes a girl and not just any girl in class a girl that the instructor called out to 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 do a pose she she was like good at a pose she so she's got to know yoga she demonstrated for the class earlier on she walked right over my face on the way out of class and i could see the sweat dripping off of her dripping out i had to like i was like dr matrix dodge i was on my back like dodge beads of her sweat. She walked right over my face. That pissed me off so much. I was sitting there thinking about, I keep switching to the camera, it's dead now. I keep thinking about the breath thing. I'm irritated. And this girl with her sweat, I was just like, along came Polly. I got to dodge her fucking sweat droplets. So, and then there were two girls sitting right by the door that I guess are friends. And they were like having a conversation while people are still in their final savasana. And that's a word I still don't know if I'm saying right. 
So they're in there having a conversation, and it's like the yoga studio is not a place to be having a conversation. How am I the one that's doing this? If I if I get angry at these, I think I had somebody say something to me once in a yoga class about keeping it down or like be respectful, and I wasn't even doing anything like wrong really, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry, and it has affected me. I don't even know if that really happened. I might have just imagined it happened, and that's how much it affected me. So these girls are in there just talking, having a conversation, and they're trying to keep their voice down. But like anybody, they're starting, you know, their voices are getting louder. And I'm like, bro, I just paid for this fucking class. I was told not to breathe out of my mouth. I didn't get a cold. I haven't washed cloth. I got a lady dripping sweat on my face, and I got to dodge like the Matrix. And I got to hear you guys talk at the end. I'm trying to relax and to come to terms with not being irritated by any of this. So the class today was a little bit irritating. I did leave. As soon as I got out of there, though, I felt great. I took... I took a fucking blistering cold shower uh, right after class, which made me feel good. Saw a couple guys' penises in the locker room. You know, it's, I could take it or leave it. <laughs> and then I had barbecue. So that was great. Uh, I've been, dude, I've been going out and having some epic lunches after these classes, though. And it makes me feel like, you know, I, I don't know how it's working out, but I'm like, somehow I'm doing these classes, paying for these classes. I'm out doing stuff. I'm busy, but somehow I'm saving money. I don't know what I'm doing, maybe like uh, laying around or whatever, going, getting food. Maybe I, I'm just filling up my life, spending money otherwise. I'm trying to figure that out because I don't really do an active budget, but I'm somehow saving money. So I'm going out and having some baller lunches, dude. I went out and had a killer brisket sandwich with spicy pimento cheese and a fried egg on it. Had potato salad and mac and cheese. Had a bushwhacker. Two, but I had a bushwhacker and a halfwhacker, fucking ice, alcoholic ice cream with a peanut butter shot, off the hook. I've been going to Shake Shack. Shake Shack's right across from the Jiu Jitsu Academy. I've been over there all the time eating Shake, but just a fucking double Shack burger with avocado and bacon. I'm doing root beer floats. I need to do a milkshake one day. I've been doing you know strawberry limeades, and it's it's an all around great time. So, I don't know, folks. I think that's all we're going to talk about for today. I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about, but I think we're just going to wait on that for the next time. And, ladies and gentlemen, you know, as always, thanks for coming back to the podcast. You know, before you get out of here, if you didn't already, at the beginning, like we asked, subscribe, please. Hit subscribe. Uh, If you're on YouTube, if you're on Apple, Spotify, subscribe to all three. Leave us a review. Leave a comment. How about that shit? And then uh, also... Make sure to share it. Please take the share link, put it in your Instagram, share it on the Facebook, wherever the share link allows you to do it. Let people know what we got going on. We're trying to create something here. So, you know, I'm going to keep doing these classes. I'm going to get up and do yoga tomorrow. I'm glad to have done a podcast today. And we're just doing this. We're having fun now. I'm getting involved with a lot more podcast production. And it's something I'm starting to really enjoy. So uh, help me make a living out of that. Thanks for coming back, guys. Always come back and do it again. And always never stop giving up. Always give it your best. Do a class yourself. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Can I get through the logo on the way out? No? Doesn't want to let me? There we go. (laughs) Jesus Christ.